Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No play. Hello. Mr. Gay. Welcome to episode 176, a kind of bonus episode for the week. Uh, tonight there isn't unitards, there's unitard here. It's uh, Kevin, also known as Hotcakes. This evening I will be doing a little interview of a uh, good friend of mine, uh, singer, songwriter, author, inspiration. Uh, I give you Jeffrey Cole. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. It's uh, I, uh, a couple days off. Don't know what to do with myself. I uh, slept till 2 p.m. Uh, and did a little yard work, ate a half a pizza, felt like shit. Uh, that's what you get for being a fat bastard, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yummy. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, it's uh, Canada Day today in uh, Canada, which I'm not in Canada. And I just realized this about uh, 10 minutes ago that it was Canada Day because I kind of forgotten because I'm not... You know, immersed in the culture anymore, so I decided to have myself a nice cold Canadian beer to, uh, you know, pay homage to my country that I'm no longer living in. <laughs> homage. Homage. Uh, is it homage? Is it homage? Homage. Is it? So the H is silent? The H is definitely silent. When I was in, uh, when I was in college, my uh, professor, she always said H instead of H, and it drove me... Drove me nuts, and she also said iron instead of iron. <laughs> Why did she do that? She had a speech problem. She was uh, she was she was an okay teacher, I guess. I don't know. I never went to her class. Makes it harder. Yeah. Well, I never went to many of my classes, <laughs> and then I wondered why they wanted to kick me out. Yeah. Weird. Sounds like high school all over again. Definitely. My final year, anyway, of grade 13 when I went back for uh, three months till they said, hey, we're going to kick you out or uh, you got to quit. 
So I quit. But I already graduated. I got my grade 12. Uh, which is a, a Trailer Park Boys joke. Uh, so, Jeff Cole. Singer, songwriter, inspiration. Tell me about yourself. Um, what were you, what were you looking to find out? Well, I just how did did you work? Okay, let's uh, let's peel the curtain back a little bit here. I always refer to this area as uh, Springfield and Shelbyville. <laughs> Definitely, uh, we are actually in uh, we're in South Dakota right now, but we're on a border town of uh, Minnesota. Uh, were you were you raised in this town? No, absolutely not. I am originally from Iowa. Really, I had I did not know. You this. did not know that. Um, I graduated high school from Iowa City, okay, West, um, and then just through little leaps, I ended up here. How the fuck did you end up here? <clears throat> A series of really bad, bad, bad decisions, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> oh, it's it was mostly um, I moved for career things, um, jobs, promotions, that sort of thing, and. Uh, the the last time I I did that I ended up here in uh, this lovely place. Hey, uh, we're in a small uh, what would you call it retirement community? Yeah, I think that would be fair. Yeah, it's uh, it has a lake. It's about twelve feet deep in the deepest spot. It's about what? How long is it? Twenty seven. I've heard twenty seven. I've heard thirty five miles long. I, I think it's t- between twenty six and twenty seven miles long. All right, it uh, actually full of mud and weeds and uh, there is some fish in there. Dead bodies, who knows? Uh, actually, that is true. <laughs> there has been dead bodies found there. Uh, a lot of weeds. There is the, uh, at a certain point of it, there's the Continental Divide, which is pretty fucking cool. Have you, have you been to that part? No, I, I can't say that I have. Where the water flows both ways? Well, I think a lot of things go both ways here. Oh, not me. No, nor I. Uh, well, <laughs> no, it's, it's a lovely place um i don't know why i'm here i know why i'm here i just don't want know why i'm still here yeah i don't regret it though i you know for the most part i only hate the winter time yeah and the the winters can be long and horrible the the spring and summer not so bad but uh so you ventured here was it for love or for It, it was for money all right. They they paid me to come here. Okay. But they won't pay to make me leave, so. Damn it. I know. <sighs> if I could swing that, that would be swell. How long have you been here is a better question. Eight years. Only eight years? Oh, only eight. It, it feels Fuck. like 100. I've been here for 14 Ouch. in December. Ouch. I know. I know. I'm going to die here. And no, you you no, came no. for love, right? I did. Yeah, I came to the conclusion one night that I will probably die in my house. Really? Yeah. Okay. In, in my house here in this lovely place where, <laughs> where we live. Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be eaten by my dogs. <laughs> How many dogs do you have? Two. Uh, big dogs, little dogs? Two, two medium-sized dogs and two medium-sized cats. Okay. In our medium-sized house. At a medium pace. Yeah, at a medium pace, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, I how di- how did we initially meet? I believe we met uh, doing garage yoki. Ooh, I'm I'm fairly certain of this. See, I knew of you, but I didn't know you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, 
Garagioki. Garagioki. Uh, probably, I would say, six years ago. Um, yeah, probably. Five or six. Five or six years ago. Yeah. And then uh, and, you... And still haven't consummated our relationship, but... Uh, that's okay. I did uh, I did in the mail get a, t- a little sample packet of Uranus anal lube. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry to to, to to tell you that we will not be using that. Definitely not. Truth, uh, truth, and advertising. I would say there. <laughs> I just love the name of Urana- Uranus anal lube, not astroglide or anything. It's Uranus. Uranus. I uh, did if not. You're going to be indulging. Use Uranus. I didn't uh, set out to order that. It was a bonus gift with something else I ordered. <laughs> Not a not a real doll, although that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I just don't know if I could uh, perform with a real doll. Anyway, let's uh, switch. The, we're going down a dark black butthole here. I mean, hole. Uh, so you are a musician. I have been told I am. Yes, I've heard you sing, and you. I I am jealous. In fact, uh, you did the second version of the theme song for this show, which I've had many. True, true. Uh, I've had many th- versions, and I just I stick with what we're doing now. I think it works. And uh, Rennie has a sexy voice. You don't know who Rennie is, but trust me, she has a sex. She has a sexy voice, and she is a very sexy person. Meow. Yes, 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 yes. So, you've been doing music your whole life, or uh, off and on since my uh, my late teens? Yes. Uh, how did you discover the fact that you could sing? Uh, when I was very, very young, I was a mimic. I would I would hear things and I would replicate them with my voice, whether it was a a dog barking or or what have you. Okay. And uh, and that just kind of led to singing along with with songs on the radio, just like anyone else does. And except for the fact that you can sing. Yeah, except for the fact that that it didn't suck always. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it just kind of went on from there, you know. You, you run into people who make music, and and uh, you know, hey, you you can sing. So there you are. Did you then once you could sing, learn that you could sing? Did you pick up a guitar then, or um, it's kind of a I don't know if it's a funny story, but a story nonetheless. Um, after I was kicked out of my first band. What kind of band was it? It was a really horrible Sex Pistols 77 sound punk band. All right. Um, basically, a bunch of guys who really liked the Beatles and wanted to make punk rock. It was it was pretty bad. And uh, after I was asked to not show up to practice any longer uh, because I didn't get along with the guitar player who was supposed to be the leader of the band um i just went home and went to the got my money together went to the pawn shop and bought myself a really really crappy electric guitar and what what was your first crappy what was your first guitar it was an old guild which sounds great because guilds are awesome guitars but this one had been put through the ringer several times and sanded down and repainted and sanded down and repainted. It was it was pretty horrible. It, I mean, it sounded really, really good, but it was hard to play, and it was ugly, much like my first few girlfriends. <laughs> and uh, 
And yeah, I, I taught myself, you know, bar chords and your just your your typical chords and your chord progressions and that sort of thing. And My first guitar was a Les Paul copy that would only work if it had brand new strings on it. Nice. Otherwise, you know, every week you'd have to put new strings on, or it would just it, you couldn't play one song without it losing losing tune. Ah, uh, yes. But it looked really good. Hey, you know, that's half the battle. <laughs> and I think I bought it for $150, and I can't remember what I did with it. I know I sold it to somebody, but I can't remember how much I sold it for. Probably someone who was no longer your friend. Um, I just, it 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 worked, and I told, I'm pretty sure I told the guy straight up, it'll work as long as you have new strings on it. And I don't know if he did work to it to make it sound better or fix it or if you could. Yeah, he probably put new tuners on it. He's probably playing it today. Probably. You know, I don't know. That's probably all it was. I don't know. It 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 was I loved it, but you know, like like things you buy, you love it all till <clears throat> you have to uh part ways with it. Yes. I've I've known and parted ways with many many guitars over the years. Uh, what do you what do you play? What's your current favorite guitar? How many? Well, better question is how many guitars do you own currently? I believe I have somewhere around twenty guitars right now. Jeez. Uh, my favorite that I have at the moment is an Ovation acoustic. Okay. That I brought along. Ooh. And uh, and that would definitely be my favorite right now. The acoustic electric uh, hits the Slipknot guitar you know the mick thompson from from slipknot has those are, a, uh, those are the, the guys with the scary masks. yeah with right? the scary masks that scream and holler it, it only makes sense that they would have a uh an acoustic guitar <laughs> of course with with their name on it well you know how it is yeah scream holler and hey yeah. let's play uh ovation will pay me to to sponsor their guitars hey let's do that yeah I, i'm not i'm not against slipknot just not my cup of tea they're a little crazy. It's but I, I got a good deal on the guitar and I really really enjoy it. So, well, that's good. Yeah, and they are also from Iowa. Uh, Iowa, like like Charlie, who is from Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Uh, which part of Iowa? The close part or the far part? <laughs> um, Slipknot's from Des Moines. Okay, Des Moines. Des Moines. Um. Yeah, Charlie's around Des Moines too. Excellent. Hello, Charlie. Charlie is probably listening right now, going, "Why am I not on this?" Sans, sans pants, I would hope. Um, I have maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So, what uh, what bands influenced you is a better question. Um, I would think Pink Pink Floyd would probably be one of my bigger ones. Okay. Um. At least when I first started out, they were one of my big inspirations, one of my big influences. Um, I'm a real big fan of X, um, John Doe, Xine Cervenka. Um, I really like his. He's a really good songwriter. I like the way he uh, he puts a song together. I kind of strive for the quality that he has when I write a song. Okay. I I don't know that I've ever actually succeeded, but I. Uh, that's what I, I shoot for is something that, that means something that actually touches a person. So when you listen to music, are you all about lyrics? 
or are you about just the music? I used to be about the lyrics, and now I just I'm all about the music. And then if it intrigues me enough, I'll, I'll dig a little deeper. If that makes you know, no, sense. That, that makes perfect sense. Um, it kind of depends on my mood. Sometimes I'm in the mood for the the lyrical thing and you know the message and you know all Bono, ugh. you know and and yeah. <laughs> You know, where I, I it should have a meaning and, you know, should save the world and all that. And other times I'd really just like to bang my head and Is is there any music you listen to where you just wanna, you know, sit back in a chair, crack open a beer, light a joint, if that's your thing, which I'm not saying it is. I don't know if it is. Not not for a very, very long time. <laughs> Is there is there music that does that for you that you just want to sit, relax, say "fuck off, world," light a cigarette for you, you know? Because yes, I know you yes. smoke. Though I, I am trying to quit. Well, you know that's because cigarettes went up to eight dollars a pack here today. Yeah. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yay, Minnesota! Yeah. Thank you, the government of Minnesota. Yeah, it's just going to make people bootleg. Yeah, yeah, bootleggers. Ah, uh, let me think. Something I can just kind of. I like the vol beat quite a bit. Um, As do I. Yes, I, I know this. <laughs> um, I have been known to uh, to just load up all the cake I have and just listen to it for two or three hours at a time. Uh, I, I was doing that pretty heavily this last month or two. Um, Everyone enjoys a little cake now. you got to love cake, especially with the frosting. Oh, absolutely. And, and the horns and the... Um, yeah, I suppose those are my two big ones right now. Okay. Uh, I I did, however, buy the new Alice in Chains album, and I should give a shout-out to them because it really kicks ass. I've heard that. I've heard it's very, very good. I haven't ex- heard it. It's extremely good. I haven't heard I've been. I go through phases with my music where I, you know, I listen to one thing for a while, and then I don't for a while. And right now, thanks to Scott the Pool Boy, I'm stuck in uh, Avid Brothers mood where that's pretty much all I'm listening to and uh, loving it. There you go. Yeah. I like a little folk rock right now. Folk rock. Volbeat, I love them on the treadmill. Yeah. They're, they're definitely very good to work out to. Yes. Uh, when I'm walking or, or exercising, it's like with weights, I, I listen to a podcast enjoy that. That's what I enjoy. That's what I do. Um so apart from music, uh, there back when there was a local guys show, you participated in I think six, five or six of the episodes, something like that. Um, I really want to bring that back, and just right now, I just do not have the time, and I need to get different different people on, and I would love for you to be a part of it again. Might not be the same show, not sure. Maybe in the fall, when I have a little more free time, I'll bring that back. Hopefully I will. We'll have to do that. Yes, for sure, because it's fun. Fun. Yes. Like, like, do you, What's your opinion on fun? Fun the band? Yeah. They're okay. The, guy, the guy's voice, I don't know, he sounds like a girl. He kind of looks like Rick Astley. Ooh. No, give you up. And he kind of has that Rick Astley look to him. I don't know how I feel about that. Don't agree or disagree? I, you know, I don't know that I've ever heard him. I've never seen him. I've, oh. heard, I've heard him. Um, 
I, I have their album. I don't know that I know what the man looks like. Well, I'll pull up a quick image here for you, and listeners can't see it. Wow, but, he does. Yeah, a little bit. Ooh. A little bit of a Rick Astley thing going on. I That's think like, it's the hair. He looks like the boy from uh, from One Direction, too. One Erection? Well, yeah, One Erection. <laughs> I guess his name was Nate Ruse. I don't know. Mm. I, I, uh, I've i heard worse music. I've heard better music. Definitely. I, I, I have a problem listening to the radio because it's garbage. Pretty much. And not the band garbage because uh, that would be awesome. Cause Shirley Manson. Shirley Manson. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how she's looking today, but back 20 years ago, she looked pretty good. Yeah, now she looks like somebody's grandma. Well, she was an who's, she, who's still hot. She, well, yeah, you'd still bang her, but well, yeah, I don't know if you take her around to all your friends and go, "Hey, I'm banging this." You know, it might be uh, sweetheart Shirley, and she's Irish. Shirley, any chance you could come over about you know dusk? Uh, wear a dress though, because dresses are dusk. awesome. Dusk. Yeah, you know, after 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 dark or sunset. After twilight. Not the movie, though. God, no. Have you seen those movies? I, I saw the first one and decided that that was probably not for me. <laughs> uh, I watched what, the... F- what, I w- what's your super-duper vampire power? I get glittery in the sunlight. Yeah. And I'm very depressed. Yeah, that is, mm-hmm. is a bunch of shite. No. At best. Yeah. So hopefully, like I say, I was going to say, someday I'll, if I ever have a free, free fucking moment, I'll, I'll try to, and the, the other hard part about the local guys was getting everyone together. Yeah. It was kind of a pain in the ass. And uh, I know that uh, JD is no longer part of the show due to his political career. His political career. <laughs> Uh, but that's okay because he, a lot he's of, a big fish in a small, small. Because moment. a lot of people thought he was batshit fucking insane, which well, that's what made it fun. That's what made it fun for me too, because you just give him a microphone and let him go, pretty much, and he will go and go and go. And go. You know, there were two or three of those shows where I don't think I said anything. Um, <laughs> it was hard to get a word in. Uh huh. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Listener, if you're curious, they're, they are still on iTunes, Local Guys Show. Uh, we covered uh, Zombie Apocalypse. Uh, we covered Aliens. Uh, what else did we cover? Government Conspiracies, which was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, man came off like crazy. I still love him. He's a little, be- He's a little nutty, but that's what I, I enjoyed about him. Anyway, so... Music, podcast, you, uh, about, about how many months ago did you, uh, you come out with your book? No, uh, it came out in May. Okay. Well, that's uh, a few months. A couple of months ago. And it is entitled? It is entitled Gray Winter. All right. And it's, it's delightful. Okay. Uh, it is on Amazon, am I correct? It is available on Amazon for the Kindle. It's a, a self-published kind of deal. Okay, I'm looking for it on Amazon. I'm not seeing it. Yeah, that kind, figure. Kindle edition. And I know I purchased it off of here, too. I spelled it right. All right, I spelled it wrong. G-R-A-Y, right? Right. All right, I spelled it the other way. Yeah. Yes, well, (laughs) (laughs) 
the the funny thing. I will link this in the. There we go. Hey, there it is. There we go. By Jeffrey Cole, Gray Winter. Tell us a little bit about the book. Well, the funny thing about about the gray with an e as opposed to the gray with the a. Yes. Um, it originally was gray with the e. All right. And I got tired of fighting with my Microsoft Word. So so, you, so there you go. You said fuck it. I, I said know. fuck it. I mean, it doesn't matter if there's an a or an e or a g or an f or. So yeah. So how long did it, did it take you to write your novel? Uh, that's actually kind of a sad, sad answer. It it took me not quite two years to write it. All right. And then it took me four years to get it finished and ready and get up the nerve to actually put it out for the world to hear and read. What uh, what was the hold? Why, why the hold up? I was just kind of busy with, with my music and, and, you know, life. Uh, life. And I, I was desperately trying to find an agent. Okay. And those people are hard to deal with, man. Was it, uh, how did that, like, so you write the book, you, uh, are you editing it as you go? Do you have someone, uh, what, reading it for you, looking for errors? I, I did most of the editing myself, um, as far as, as that goes. And I've always been one where I, when the first draft is just kind of a whirlwind. Okay. Where it's just a, a flurry of, of, of activity. And I don't like to go back and and do much for editing while I'm actually writing. Okay. Because it, it just seems to slow down the uh, the whole process. When you when you wrote it, did you know what you were writing? Did you have a like a like a storyboard drawn out or did you just start it and just go? I kind of both actually. I I wrote probably the first third just kind of on the seat of my pants. And then I started when I was at work, I would actually like start plotting out what the next few things were going to be that happened. Okay. And then... Would you make notes? Would you... Like, yeah, I, I would... Jot them down? I would make notes and jot them down, and, and it actually got to where I had a, a full outline to the through to the end. Okay. And then I, I, I followed that, for the most part. You know, you... <clears throat> excuse me? Oh, you run into uh, the occasional time point where you decide that the character is going to do X, Y, or Z, and they say no. The character or you and your... Well, I'm, I'm sure it's just a subconscious thing, but, but the character itself, I mean, they, they start to almost resist you. Interesting. They, they build up uh, kind of a, a life of their own. Hmm. See, and I, I haven't for years, but I, I know there's been a couple times where back in you know high school I would do some creative writing. I... Uh, I started a novel, oh, I can't remember how long ago, and maybe got a few chapters in and got busy or lost interest. I started a uh, self-help autobiography book, and that got extremely painful to uh, to write, and uh, I kind of had to stop. It was just, it was too much. Yeah, there's there's always the danger of it becoming too personal. And it, it that's what happened. It got way too personal, and I didn't want to... I didn't want to hurt, you know, the people involved in it other than myself, you know, and then writing it was also, you know, it was like 
It's like uh, having a broken bone that's healed and then you decide to break it again. And uh, instead of just, you know, healing it properly, you, you know, cut back the skin and start throwing salt into the wound and it was it was not fun and I had to stop. And uh, somewhere on my computer it's there about about six chapters worth and I, I just had to uh, I had to put it to bed. And maybe someday I'll pick it up again. Uh, but it kept taking me into a dark place I didn't want to go. Because at this point in my life, I don't need to reopen shitty wounds. No. Uh, was there inspiration for the book? Is it... Uh, I to The way I took it was very Stephen Kingish, Dean Kuntz-y, uh John Saul-like uh, Grey Winter. Right. All authors that I really enjoy reading myself. Um, you just kind of get to the point where you want to make a contribution. You know, you, all the times that, that you read someone else's book and enjoyed it and got something out of it and got scared or yeah. or whatever, you know, and you start thinking, well, it would be really cool if, if I were to put something down and other people felt that way about that. You know, um, to some extent, Grey Winter was kind of my midlife crisis. Okay. Um. I couldn't afford a, a fancy red car or a motorcycle or whatever. And, you know, so I just said, you know, all these years, I've been wanting to write a book. It's time to do that. It's time to do that. And that's that's what I did. And... What is the... Uh, without spoiling the book, what is it? What, give a little outline of it, maybe read a little bit if you'd like. Okay. Um, Grey Winter is about a young girl, well, not a young girl, but a girl uh, named Jenny, and her father, mostly. Her father's name is Jack. Um, he, her parents have gotten a divorce. Her mother lives in the cities, and her father lives basically here. Um, which just, which I enjoyed that it was yeah, which, um, very somewhat based around here and some not. Yeah. And, and I enjoyed that aspect. And that was intentional. Um, but the fictional name of the, of the town is Sackett Falls. Um, they are also on a lake. They have a lot of the local color that this town has. So... If you live here, you might be in it. I don't think I'm in it. No. I didn't I didn't know you so well when I when I actually wrote it. So <laughs> That's okay. As long uh, I, I I don't know, if you want to put me in a, you know, you know, I'm the weird guy that lives with the cats. <laughs> the weird cat guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I know like uh you use Kite Island. Exactly. Which is an actual location here. Right. And I thought that was so cool. Also used a lot of the landmarks that uh, are here or were here. Right. We've uh, we've had quite a few fires over the last couple of years that have taken out some key locations. I know you mentioned the Columbian Hotel, which, you know, in the past I've done, you know, I did an interview in, and it's very haunted uh, with uh, my ex-wife's husband. And that's, you know, mentioned a few times in it, and I thought that was really cool. 
I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I bought it and I finished it pretty quickly. It's available on Kindle. Um, is there ever an option where you will publish it in I, paperback, or is it just too expensive? I would certainly like to. It would almost have to go through an actual publisher for that. I, there's no way I could afford to self-publish and actually <clears throat> do a, a, a real paperback version. Um, but I, I certainly would like to do that. It's quite affordable, listener. Uh, it's available on Amazon. I will link it in the notes. It's uh, If you go on Amazon searching Gray Winter by Jeffrey Cole, it is $2.99. $3.00. Less than $3.00. And if you have a Kindle, buy it with WhisperNet and you'll get it right away. Yep. And if you have the uh, Amazon Prime, it's free. You can you can borrow it through the lending library. Excellent deal. I uh, Do you have Amazon Prime? I do. I... I'm on a trial right now to the 14th of this month, and I think I might have to find a way to find the money to cough up for it because everything I've ordered off Amazon lately has been free shipping. Yeah. And uh, you get it before they expect that you're going to get it, and it's FedExed or UPSed. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, between the free shipping and then all the free TV and... And And I haven't even touched the TV app. I know that... uh, Amazon has acquired all the rights for all the Nickelodeon shows lately. Oh, they excellent. bought them out from Netflix just to fuck with Netflix. <laughs> um, Who would want to do that? Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, so I, sorry, I fucking love Amazon. I, I'm addicted to it. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah. It uh, you can buy anything you can possibly imagine on Amazon. From, yeah, if, if you can think of it, you can buy it and probably get free shipping. I've 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 gone down the yeah, I don't know if you ever done this with YouTube where you just go down a hole and spend four hours looking at nonsense. Oh yeah, I've done that through Amazon just trying to find out what else they have. If you're looking for a bear trap, they have bear traps. Lovely. <laughs> you name it, except for firearms, but they have archery supply. You can get you can get yourself a crossbow if you want. Sweet. You can get a crossbow pistol for like $30. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Amazon not sponsoring the show. They should be. <laughs> yeah, they they should be. <laughs> so if you'd like to read a little excerpt from, from Grey Winter, any spot would be excellent. All right. As long as I'm not reading because that's uh, something I can't do. Huh. Well, we'll see. Uh, this is from the Interlude 4. Should be a fairly short passage. Little Tony Johnson lies in bed, staring at the ceiling. He has only been laying there for a little over an hour, but it seems like much longer. His mind races, mulling over the night's event. Darwin, his good friend for these many years, hasn't, hadn't spoken on their ride back. Tony hopes that his friendship hasn't been irre- irreparably damaged. All of these years later, his secret hardly seemed worth keeping anymore. He feels poorly. His chest is congested and feels tight. His breathing sounds like pieces of sandpaper being rubbed together in his own ears. Even so, he can hear his wife snoring from her room down the hall. She has slept in the guest room since he had been having his troubles at night. They barely speak to each other and, if not for the sheer habit of their relationship, he is sure they would have divorced years ago. All the talk of ghosts and witchcraft this evening had left him in a near-frantic state. 
a howling wind is kicked up, and, as, a, as old houses will, the roof creaks and groans. A tree branch hammers at one of the gutters. The branches leave swaying shadows on his wall, lit from behind by a streetlight. He shivers beneath the quilt that he has pulled up to his chin. The heartbeat pounding in his ears seems far too slow. His feet, though they are wrapped in thick wool socks, are like ice. He fears that all the talk of the ghost children will bring them to visit, and he is so very tired. More tired than he can ever remember being. Even more tired than the time he was almost killed by Pat Hicks, back when he was a deputy under his father. There is a tingling in his fingers that concerns him. It has come and gone for many months now, since the previous winter. Under the covers, he shakes his hands, trying to improve the circulation. There is a loud thump in the hallway outside his room, then another thudding sound, and then another, like a man in work boots making his way down the hall. The pounding of his own heartbeat gets louder in his ears, speeding up to an alarming rate. The sound gets closer and closer. He imagines getting out of bed and locking himself in the bathroom, just off his bedroom, but he is frozen where he lies. Ruth Ann, is that you? He calls out. He hears the snoring in the other room stop for a moment. There is a snorting sound, then the snoring continues. His wife has taken a sleeping pill. He will not be able to awaken her. Worse yet, the sounds coming from the hallway, ever louder, are not coming from her feet. A wind gust increases the speed of the tree branch to a near frenzied pace. The windows shake in their panes. The thuds come closer, and he realizes that it isn't coming from the floor at all, but a rapping noise on the wall. And it is just outside of his room, pounding just to the left of the door casing, shaking the picture frames on the wall. One more step, maybe two, and the dark figure, or figures, should be visible in the doorway. He waits five seconds, the breath caught in his throat, and sees nothing. The sounds have stopped. Perhaps, he thinks with a little hope, they have gone away. A muttering sound fills the room. It is some time before he realizes that it is coming from his own lips, and it is his own voice that he hears. He is shaking with fear, as if caught in an earthquake. And with a flash of blonde hair and pink sweater, she is standing on his bed, pushing the heavy covers down onto his feet uncomfortably. It is Tiffany, the blonde child from the school fire. He tries to push himself away, but cannot. She stands in the shadow, only a dark shape at the end of his bed, but it will take only one step before she will move into the strip of light coming in the window. Please, God, he thinks, keep her in the dark. I can't see this again. I uh, I want to kind of talk a little bit about the book because I enjoyed quite a bit of it. Uh, the main villain, Mr. Gray. Mr. Gray. Uh, so fucking cool, man. I uh, loved... Without going, I don't want to spoil it. I don't. How do I? Uh, he's a demon, right? Yes. Yes. And there's, there is a. He's looking for souls to take. 
Correct. Exactly. And uh, he has a certain... How do I... He's, lo- he's looking for souls, and he's after... It's a during a snow, it's set during a snowstorm. He's after certain people. Am I correct? Am I remembering correctly? It's been a couple of months since <laughs> I read it. Um, basically, he's got his sights set on Jenny. Yes, the daughter. The daughter. Jack. She um, she speaks to the dead, and to some extent, can kind of almost push them in the direction that she wants them to go, which would lead would make her extremely valuable as an ally for for Mr. Gray. Basically, his his intention is to... um, I I just don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Basically, what he wants to do, he's trapped on Kite Island unless the lake is frozen. Yes. And when the lake is frozen, he can cross onto the land. Um, he what he wants is to free himself from from that trap from that prison, and he's been he's kind of become like a like a local boogeyman to exactly. to everybody, and and just the mention of his name either gets snickers or sends chills down everyone's spine. Yeah, but even those who snicker are getting the chills. Yeah, no kidding. It's it's a great book, and and seriously, for two ninety nine, or if you have uh, Amazon Prime. Check it out, and like I say, I'll, I'll link it in the notes. It's it's a fantastic read, and if you're into horror or suspense, absolutely check it out because it's it's a great read, and uh, not that thin of a book either. No, no. It, it it took me you know a couple of weeks to get through, maybe a week. Yeah. So, is there any more uh, books in the future? I I really would hate for this to be you know a one hit. One pump chump. <laughs> one pump. Yeah, it would have to actually be a hit to be the one hit Well, wonder. it should be a hit, and I wish that, uh, hopefully, the the whole purpose of this is to uh, hopefully get some more people to read it yeah. and push, right. push it to the tops of the Amazon charts. Absolutely. Let's let's get to number one. Yeah. We, we can do that. With Rick Dees let's in the weekly <laughs> top 40. Uh, is, there, is there more in the pipeline? Disco duck. Um, yeah, actually, there there are several things that I'm working on and, and hope to finish, and um, and when I do, they, they will be on Amazon. Woohoo! I know, right? Amazon, Amazon I, I love you. Sponsored by Amazon. Sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> so you do, so uh, you have another no- novel, short stories. I, I've got several short stories. I'm thinking about going ahead and and putting on. All right, because what's the point of them sitting in my drawer, right? What is the tone of these short stories? Um. They're still in, in the horror vein. Excellent. Um, I, I've I've decided that I really, really enjoy ghosts and goblins and and people with weird mutant abilities and and all that sort of thing. I like and, I like what you're. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I I grew up reading comic books and Stephen King novels, and it's it's just part of my soul, and and always will be. And never never picked you for a comic book guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's your favorite superhero? Uh, I hate to say it, but I would have to go with Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I we we had this question last week. I picked Wolverine. Yeah. And, and then and then I had to had to pick another one because that was ma- too mainstream. So I yeah, went, it's definitely too mainstream. <laughs> I went with um, the Punisher because I'm a big Punisher fan too. If if I was going to go a little less mainstream, I'd probably say the Crow. Oh. 
All right. Which which is all. Not only was was it um, a, a very very good graphic novel, and actually a series of graphic novels, but it made for an extremely good movie. With very crappy sequels. Yeah, the, the sequels are all terrible. Yes. But, uh, yes. But uh, I, I've got uh, several short stories that I'm I'm thinking seriously about putting on. Any any titles you have lined up or still? Um, I've, I've got one called Slammers. Okay, that uh, sounds like uh, a night at Hardy's. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, it's nothing to do with White Castle. Okay. Uh, sliders, but <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that would be sliders. Mm, my bad, sliders. Whatever, yeah, whatever. As long as it's got, got that Kumar guy's there, I guess. And uh, and the other is called the Cursed Gift of Edward Scott. Oh, Edward Scott has the the malady of being able to absorb an illness or disease, hold it inside himself, and then give it to someone else. Oh, because I was thinking John Coffee for a second. Yeah, it was, it's like the drink, but spelled differently. Spelled differently. <laughs> um, Rest in peace, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, no doubt. Was that sad or what? That was a, that was a shame. I blame Amorosa because she's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, we could blame her for most everything. Yes, we could. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did. I had I had one gripe about Grey Winter. And what was that? <laughs> one of the. Was it a deputy or a special investigator? Had the last name McManus. Mc, Mc, <laughs> and every time I read McManus, I think Mickem Anus. Mickem Anus. <laughs> but that's just me because I'm a fucking weirdo. Well, maybe. And um, as far as, as full-length stuff I have in the works, I have a, a book called Fish Kill Creek Ooh. that I am working on right now. It's my current work in progress that I'm actually working on. Um, it's about a family in Minnesota. I, I have this Midwest thing. I, I, you know, you're told over and over again that you write what you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I can't write about New York City or Chicago or, but I, I can, I can write like crazy about, you know, rural places like, you know, Iowa and Minnesota, places like that. I like it. And, um, uh, anyway, they're, they're from a bigger city. Okay. And they, uh, they spend the summer at an RV park. Okay. Well, a, a cabin. All right. At at an RV park. And um, not to give too much away, but there are ghosts and uh, possibly a serial killer. That sort of thing in there. One of my favorite things about, uh, about Grey Winter was uh, the fact of the impending snowstorm. Yeah, the... Which, in, in in my mind, the snowstorm was actually a, a character. Yes, it it very um, it felt very menacing. Yeah, and it was supposed to. I I, I kind of wanted to capture the the feeling that that one gets when they've got a weekend off, but they know that there's a horrible snowstorm coming, and that kind of just dread that just seeps down through your the pores of your skin into your bones and that uh, pretty much explains six months a year here yeah pretty much <laughs> i i guess it's just uh kind it, of the depression of the whole thing more if than i could anything. move if i could live here just for the summer 
Oh, yeah. And then move somewhere for the winter and come back in the spring, I would be totally down with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Being a snowbird would be, like, effing awesome. I just, I just, I don't have that kind of income. No. You know. To be able to do that. Winter in Austin, Texas, and then come back here. I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Something, something nice and warm or not so fucking cold. But, you know, that's the choice I made to live here. And I deal with it. I wanted to touch on uh, something that uh, you and your wife did together, and it's been quite an inspiration to me. When I first met you, you wore how much did you weigh? I I weighed uh, 339 pounds at my heaviest. Holy shit. And then over the last, was it a year, two years? It was a little over two years. You and your wife have lost how much combined? Uh, Combined... Gosh, 180 pounds. That is that is a grown man. Yeah, that's what, a, that's a backstreet boy. <laughs> what uh, what was the motivation, and how the fuck did you do it? Um, the motivation was that uh, I, I just I personally just realized that if I didn't do something, I'd never see 50 years old. True. Um, <clears throat> it it just. You know, you just wake up one day and and you've, you've gotten a flash of your own mortality, and you know that you can do something about it. Were you having any health issues, or you just felt like shit? I wasn't having a specific issues, but yeah, I mean, it was just I felt like crap all the time, and you know, you you'd climb a flight of stairs and you'd have to stop at the top to catch your breath. Yep, you I, know, you know, stuff like that. It was, you know, and. It was getting to the point where I, I was having trouble doing my job. Okay. You know, um, yeah, it's just, you know, I'm a man in my early 40s at that point. Yep. And I, I felt like I was 80 years old. And now, how do you feel? How much have you lost? I At this point right now, I've lost about 105 pounds. That is excellent. Is it, does it fluctuate or is it? Yeah, it's it's fluctuated. I'm, uh, at this point, it, I've kind of just been s- pen- swinging the pendulum back and forth about ten pounds. That's that's fine. Yeah, I would think so. Um, I, I technically I'm still overweight according to all the damn charts. Yeah, well, the damn charts are fucking crazy. Yeah, they they can suck it. They say I'm morbidly <laughs> obese. Yeah, and fuck you, Charlie. Yeah, I know you're listening. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not more really obese. No, uh, but you know, I I feel I feel good. You know, if if I want to go for a walk on a nice day, which is you know, I I go for a walk. If I want, you know, we we got ten speed bikes, which is something that that we would have never even considered doing. Yeah, and you know, if it's nice out, we we take the bike trail out and and ride bikes for the afternoon. It's again, you know. Never would have even considered doing that. It, it, a lot of it's just the change in, in, in one's attitude. Uh, have you changed your diet much? Uh, yeah, no, no more third helpings. <laughs> what about second breakfast? <laughs> no more second breakfast. <laughs> no, no more buying two king size candy bars and eating them on the way home. See, and I just I've never been, and I'm, maybe this is why I've never been one to enjoy sweets. Every once in a while, I'll get like a piece of carrot cake. Oh yeah, 
um, or a small container of ice cream, but I just, I don't crave that type of food. Now give me a fucking burger and fries and we got a oh, different oh, yeah. story going yeah. on. Well, and we're never giving up the burgers and fries or, you know, or the cookies or the donuts. It's just rather than eating four, yeah, eat one. Yeah. And you I know, and, and just kind of just getting the, the concept that being hungry isn't an outrage. You know, see, and you, that's that's you, one you thing. You can be hungry for more than ten minutes without it being an emergency. That's one thing that you said that that uh, that really rang in my head was every once in a while it's okay to be hungry. Yeah. See, and I sometimes I don't eat enough because I get busy doing you know five things at once. Well, sure, we all do. And uh, my 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 biggest issue is the fact that I don't eat enough meals a day, where I'll have one or two meals just just due, due to time or over my biggest problem is i overeat right and i need to stop doing that smaller portions smaller por- well and the new job uh the guy, my friend who's running the kitchen he makes this clubhouse sandwich that i can only describe as orgasmic oh it is and i think between the bread and the meats he's using and he's he makes his own bacon he makes his own bacon. And he, he double smokes it. Oh. And this fucking bacon blows my mind. Like, I sit there eating this clubhouse, and I'm just, and if, if, if I'm just, it, or, it's, it's orgasmic. And I'm sitting there going, I don't want to stop eating this. And the other problem I have is there's so much to the sandwich that I can, I eat one and I'm full for five hours. Right. And I need to maybe, instead of getting, you know, a fry with it, just get the fucking sandwich. Or eat half the sandwich now and have half of it later. And it's it's so fucking good. And and, and since I discovered that, that's all I've ordered from. And, and then I'm full for all night. And I need to stop doing that. I need to eat less of it. But it's it's amazing. And it's the double smoked bacon. It's And he cuts it. He gets it in, smokes it twice, and then slices it off, and it's just unbelievable. It sounds amazing. <laughs> it is. You're I, gonna have to get one. I totally. I'm going to do. And that. And they're not. They're not that expensive. It's. It's fucking awesome. And I need to. I just need to cut back on my portions a bit. And, um, what are you doing in six weeks? Oh. We're going to be doing the 5K again. Yes, I was supposed to do one this past weekend, and when I got back from Canada, I got a really bad sinus infection. And up until that point, I was jogging three times a week, and then I went from being able to even work out to absolutely do nothing without coughing my fucking brains out. Ugh. So six weeks from now, buddy, I'm going to be there. We're there. All right, and I got I, hopefully I got another guy who's going to be there. Are, are you going to beat me this time? No. I think you will. I don't think I will. I don't think that I'm... I I just want to do better than I did last year. And I was hoping to gauge how my how I was doing with this past weekend's 5K. And the fact that I couldn't train for it just fucking broke my heart. I did do 15 minutes in the treadmill the other morning with no problem. Excellent. Excellent. So, you know, this week I'm going to do a couple and I'm going to start walking a little more. And hopefully, you know, six weeks from now... Maybe I can break, you know, my, my personal best. You uh, kicked my ass last year. 
but it's not about it's Fun, just the fact that funny I, story about last last year's yeah this guy this guy is running down the path puking into the grass <laughs> yeah you've never seen anything like it it was amazing <laughs> i didn't stop he I never just... stopped he never stopped <laughs> not even to wipe the puke off of his fucking face <laughs> i <laughs> i get motivated to do stuff and uh yeah it's just i'm just gonna puke here and and keep going yeah and i forget what it was i ate something didn't agree with me you were and it was a hot fucking humid morning yeah it was very very sticky yeah and i just that's not gonna stop me i uh <laughs> back a couple months ago i was working out i did a weight workout and then i got on the treadmill and within six minutes my whole back started to painfully spasm ouch stop the treadmill Lay on the floor for six minutes. My back, st- my back, calm down. What do I do? Pops back, back, back on, on the fucking the treadmill. treadmill. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm motivated. I just wanted I want to do a good time and, and be proud of myself. And the the cool thing about the division I'm in, there's only me and another guy. <laughs> so uh, you suck. I know. You know, I would think that the the forty to fifty year old category would be like t- super tiny no no the guy who won it last year was in my category yeah the fastest runner in the group the whole group well no there was a couple of the fucking 16 year olds that did it in like 18 minutes well yeah but and they there's they my, don't they don't count because they're not real people my problem is my stride is so fucking short that yeah that yeah. i'm screwed because of that where these fucking guys stride was the length of my body pretty much but uh, yeah, six weeks from now we're gonna do that. Definitely. And if unless yeah. I'm dead, kick butt and take names, or in the hospital, I'm doing it. I've I've enjoyed uh, our little time here. I would uh, I would love it. Would love it if you performed a song for us. Love it. Your choice. My, my choice. Your choice. My choice. Your choice. Mm. Let me see here. Give me. This is amuse everyone for a minute while I get everything ready here. This is this is the part of the of the show where Scott Poolboy runs and grabs his Scott guitar. Grabs his guitar. Uh, we had a performance last week live on the show from Scott. It was fabulous. It was an Avett Brothers song. Love the Avett Brothers. Uh right now Jeff is fumbling with his equipment. Yeah. Sexually, of course. And, uh, one one must do that from time to time. <laughs> uh, I ho- I hope that uh, it's not too late for you here. I know you worked all day. I don't know what time of the day you wake it, up. But it's definitely past my bedtime. I don't know what time of the day you wake up. I personally don't like getting up before noon, ever, unless I have to. Well, yeah. But uh, he's strapping on his guitar. I'm strapping it on right now. It's a beautiful black guitar. It's it's the Slipknot version. It's fucking nice. I'm jealous. I'm telling you. So uh, here we're going to have a live performance, and then we're going to end our little show with Jeff Cole. If uh, if you're not going on Amazon and checking out Gray Winter, you're really fucking up because it's an excellent read. If you don't do it, Mr. Gray will find you. Yes, he will, and he, you don't want to mess with him or his dog. Especially his dog. His dog. It's will. as big as a Volkswagen. It's big. He's got red eyes. And it will fucking fuck you up. It will. All right. It'll, it'll eat you and uh, 
and shit you out. <laughs> this song is called Look Away or I Do. It all depends. We met eyes over a sack of cream corn at the logo grocery store. You looked away, oh, and I wouldn't come over. I didn't understand till he came around the corner. When you're out there Come where kissing him Loving at him Laughing with him But you never Want to think about the time You told me you love me Well I do I don't mind giving up as a secret Though you meant so much to me If it makes things a little bit easier I'll just pretend like I never knew you When you're out there Somewhere kissing him Smiling at him Laughing with him I bet you never Once think about the time You told me you love me But I do Someday We're in eyes again Don't worry I'll just look away Long and dry my tears Don't feel bad Just go on with your new man I'll remember what we had For a bell When you're out there Somewhere kissing him Smiling at him Laughing with him I bet you never Once think about the time you Told me you love me Fuck you. I, I just, your voice, man. I just wish that I could sing.
I can't, and everybody knows that, and that's okay. I'm I'm sorry. That's eh, fine. It's all good, man. I'm just I'm just happy that there's people and you, like you in the world that can uh, make music and get it out there for people to hear. I will probably include another song from your uh, little EP you brought with you. Sweet. And uh, I, I thank you so much for uh, coming and uh, you know, getting the word out on Grey Winter and uh, upcoming books and uh, just letting us get to know you a little bit. Well, thank you. So for episode 176 of the Undercover Unitards, this is Kevin. We'll be back tonight with a live show on uh, Mixler.com slash Undercover Unitards. It, uh, uh, Charlie is uh, not back, but Scott's with us. It, uh, it should be a fun one. Uh, do uh, do check us out. So uh, have a great week, everybody. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Just a little addition here. Uh, as Jeff was leaving tonight, he informed me that Grey Winter is uh, actually number one in a four-part series. Each book that he's uh, planning on writing, he's already halfway through the second one, will take place in a season. So that's fucking cool. And... Uh, little extra bonus here. Here's another song by Jeff Cole off a CD he brought me, and uh, it's fucking great.
pug nuts? Like listening to the undercover unitards? No. Can you at least tolerate it? Call the guys at 605-610-0720 and talk to them live. Too much of a wuss to talk live? Call the voicemail line at 206-350-0720. If being vocal isn't your thing, or you just like being a difficult jackass, go to the chat at mixlr.com backslash undercover unitards backslash chat. Or send an email to the unitards at hotmail.com. Is cyberstalking more your speed? Visit their Facebook page. Look, that's it. There isn't a sixth option. I'm not doing this shit for you. It's the Unitards. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.